Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you still have relationships that are still carrying the damage of unhealthy communication and conflict? Well, stick with me because in this episode, I'm not only going to show you how to repair those relationships, but how to build relationships moving forward. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, Emotional Intelligence Speaker and Trainer of the Year and Master Coach Trainer. And today I want to continue our conversation around the competency of communication by helping you to build bridges of collaboration. A lot of communication in the world right now is built on differences, differences in beliefs, in opinions, and even in the style of communication that people like to use. And it creates a lot of division because it's all about a dichotomy of black and white, right or wrong. And there's a lot of arguments and conflict. However, you can shift the way you communicate so that you have a much different result. To do this, communication needs to be founded on Principles such as empathy and mutual understanding and collaboration, working together in harmony. So what I want to do today is just finish off this month-long conversation on communication by giving you six principles that are vital so that we can have a collaborative relationship with others and we can build a bridge between our differences and as I said, repair relationships and build even greater, more mutually beneficial ones moving forward. So let's just have a look at them now. And when you take these and you use them, I'd love to hear how it made a difference in the style and health of your communication and your relationships. Number one is to show tolerance and respect. Yes, there are differences that we have. We have difference in our beliefs, in the way we see things. We have different experiences. We navigate our life through a different lens than others. So the first key principle that we need to adopt so that we can collaborate and have these beautiful relationships that are a bond is to make sure that we show tolerance to others in the fact that they even have a different opinion. To do this, we show respect. Just that, you know, old school characteristic of going, I might have a different opinion than you, but I respect that you're allowed to have one. And I respect you as a person. And I'm focusing on our differences from a logical perspective in the issue that we're talking about, but not from a position of making it personal. 
about you or about me. So the first key element is to be tolerant and allow others to have a perspective and respect the fact that even though it might be different to yours, it's still a perspective. Number two is to earn and then nurture trust. One of the greatest elements of a relationship is trust. Trust in each other. Trust that you can rely on what the other person says. Trust that when you say you're going to do something, that it'll be done. And that trust is not a given. That trust is earned. It's not about position. It's not about proximity. It's about consistency in being a certain way when you're working with others. And it takes a while to earn that trust, but it can be broken in a heartbeat. So that trust needs to be nurtured. And over a period of time, even though there might be a few steps forward and occasionally one going back because we're all human, we continue to bring all the elements that I'm talking about today into the relationship and we nurture and grow and develop and build a higher level of trust. See, we're talking about building a bond here through great communication and collaboration. And a bond means that we are meeting each other's needs at a very deeper level. It's not about just a friendship or an acquaintance or a relationship. So to do that, we must have trust. Number three is listen below the surface. A lot of relationships, a lot of communication is very surface level. It's about listening for what the differences are so that we can come back and retaliate. But to build a relationship of collaboration and trust, we need to be able to make time to go deeper. We need to be able to listen and ask more questions, be curious and show that we value the person that we're speaking to. We need to be able to make sure that we understand some of the beliefs and where they've come from rather than just hearing what we don't like and then having a counter argument that we go back with. So building a relationship, a bond of collaboration is about over a period of time, allowing yourself to be open and vulnerable and then entice that in other people so that you can little by little incrementally let more of you be known to the other person and vice versa so that there's a deeper level of understanding. And that's where number four comes in. Seek unity through understanding. The opposite of division is unity. It's a coming together where you're looking for a common cause, something that you agree on. And we talked about that over the weeks previously, where instead of finding something that's different, let's find common ground. And by giving that time and going deeper, we can then get a greater understanding. You know, it's been said before we can be understood, it's best that we seek understanding 
and understand others. So to employ the skills of active listening, being curious, asking great questions, we can get an understanding of the context of their point of view rather than just the framework of the words that we're hearing. So seeking unity, something that we can work on together as a team, whether that be two people or 200, says that there is something we can move forward on. Number five is to value opinions and feedback. I remember many years ago being with someone uh, on an overseas trip and we were having a heart to heart and we were getting a deeper level of conversation. This is before I learned the things that I'm teaching you now. And I remember uh, being asked the question, what was something that I didn't particularly like about this person? And I remember saying to them, well, you allow people to have an opinion so long as it's the same as yours. Now, let me tell you that that conversation didn't go well from there. But what it did teach me was to make sure that I actually wanted to achieve that myself because what I had seen in that other person was actually in me. And that's why I could see it so openly. So now what I like to do is value the fact that they have an opinion, even though it may be different to mine. And then even in that word itself, it's just an opinion. It's a perspective. It's a way of looking at something. And just because someone else has an opinion, it doesn't mean that I need to devalue it. And it also doesn't mean that they are devaluing mine. Feedback is so crucial and to be open to that and doing it in a way that it's not just, yes, give me some feedback and then rebutting the first thing that's said because it doesn't actually uh, work well for you or it rubs you the wrong way. It's being open and allowing people to give you that feedback and you taking it on in a logical way as an information gathering rather than taking it personally, taking it to heart and thinking that they're having an attack on you. You know, feedback for me these days is something that I love. Give it to me. I love it because it allows me to grow. Whereas before I used to see it as something that was degrading to my identity because I took it personally. So being able to value everyone's opinions, allow them to have one, and then take feedback, even from those opinions and from their point of view, allows me now to have a lot better conversations with people that are mutually beneficial. And you can do the same thing. And number six is to move forward through forgiveness. You know, I started off today talking about the fact that you might have relationships but still carry the damage of unhealthy communication and conflict. Is it time to draw a line in the sand today and to forgive not just the other person, but to forgive yourself for your part in that? To go back and reverse engineer using the things that I'm teaching you over this month and go, how can I look at that situation differently? And if there's still any hurt that 
you're carrying because you have taken it personally to be able to shift that thinking, to be able to have a conversation with someone who that might have occurred with and clear the air because unforgiveness is the root of unhappiness. To carry that around every time you hear about that person or see that person or every time there's a situation that is similar to something that makes you think about that person, the amygdala and the hippocampus work well together to be able to paint a picture that changes your state and you relive that over and over again. So to be able to grow and build and have uh, relationships that are greater moving forward, we need to be able to repair through forgiveness any that are still holding us back. Building bridges of collaboration is the greatest way of having mutually beneficial conversations and relationships with the people around us. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week as we continue our conversation in the relationship management quadrant of social and emotional intelligence by starting a conversation around interpersonal effectiveness. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.